Margie Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. Oh, dude, you look sweet. Yeah, you got a big beard, dude. Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. Throw out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Me and my best friend, Marky Worthington. No, whatever it is. Hello and welcome to the Marky Worthington comedy podcast. This is episode... 104 um first one back this episode is actually um going live on the 1st of january so welcome to 2024 exactly happy 2024 you probably recognize that um very i don't know happy still like not brought down by the weight of the world optimistic voice it is laura johnson (laughs) (laughs) um and currently reigning and defending Mortal Comedy Roast Champion. And you can probably see the belt here if you're yeah. a part of the YouTube channel. Which is shocking. It's so so against my my character. It um <laughs> I think was um it was it was one of those things where like last minute I was like, well not last minute, but like this year I was like, I need to try and find and I found a place that made them and, and they did such a good job. And it's so heavy. It was so heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah. It's unbelievably unexpectedly heavy. Yeah. It's the kind of heavy where you, you look at it and you're like, I could carry that easy. Yeah. And then you try and take it and it's yeah. yeah. It's the opposite to like when you think that um like a juice bottle is full and you go <laughs> to pick it up with full strength but it's nearly empty. <laughs> and it hits you, and in you the face. just throw it into yeah. the roof. <laughs> Yeah, it's the yeah. opposite of that. You're like, oh, yeah, that's, um, yeah, oh, cool. I'll have a look at it. And then you pick it up and you're just like, holy fuck. There's a reason <laughs> that the only people that usually win these are elite athletes. <laughs> <laughs> of which I am now currently classed. You're totally. an elite comedy athlete. Um, <laughs> and I think it's probably one of the only times I've ever seen Jez, like, will ever um, MC a gig. Um where like that much lunacy went on um as opposed to like complete um like mma and like yeah. I, I, he does mostly sports emceeing that's so cool so it was good to drag him in on like the debaucherous comedy <laughs> shit i'm just gonna double check the episode number because i'm pretty sure it's um did you say 184 no no, no. 104 100 is what i think but let me just double check that because we got the fact we don't have a Jamie to fact check shit. Uh, like this is my fucking fact checker. My <laughs> I, I am the the host and the um maths person. The the math person. And guess what? <laughs> it is a hundred and four. Hundred and four. Nice done. This maths person is correct. <laughs> exactly. I'm the only person that should have known that off the top of my head. Doesn't need to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So uh, it's we're recording this um, towards the end of December. Not yes. really, kind of like towards the start, but whatever. We're, we're in the new year, um, and uh, you've had a big year of comedy so far. What, Huge how's, year. Um, how's things been? What have you been up to? What's the highlights? Marky, I, I fucking love comedy. I just, <laughs> I love it. I love it. What have been the highlights? Um, I went to Lithgow Comedy Festival straight after the Camera Comedy Festival. Yep. So fun. Um, we stayed in what I feel like was, was a haunted mansion. Oh, shit. Yeah, there was a in guy. In Lithgow? In Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. So the comedy show was in a mansion on yep. the fourth floor of the mansion. Whoa. They set up all these seats. There was a lady in the front who was like patting her pet kangaroo. 
What the fuck? Yeah, halfway through the night, they were like, all right, everyone a come downstairs. A full kangaroo or a joey? A joey, a little, yeah, a joey. little baby kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then halfway through the night, they, they were like, okay, everyone come downstairs. This, this lady called Kara's baked us pies. And so we went downstairs to eat these pies. And I was expecting like a normal, regular pie. And they looked really good. And I bit into it and it was a fucking shrimp pie. It was what a shrimp fuck? pie. Yeah. Who the fuck? Lithgo, make- man. That's haunted enough. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a shrimp pie is haunted. Yeah. That's haunted. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you're expe- like everyone was so excited, Marky, about these pies. They were like, "Kara makes the best pies." Yeah, but who the fuck <laughs> makes you? Like, you're shrimp in the pies. fucking you. You're landlocked. Yeah. There's no beaches. Who eats a shrimp pie yeah. in a place that's not got no fucking beaches near it? Yeah, it was actually pretty good, I will say. But yeah, no, I was shocked. No, fuck you and your haunted pies, Lifko. <laughs> and I'm going back next year. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, fuck that, Lifko. You're really, really great. Good. We love you. You're <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Actually, if you ever need a support, just let me know. Fuck you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm asking you for gigs now. As the current reigning defending <laughs> mm. roast champion, can uh, may I please have a little stage time there? <laughs> wow, roles have reversed. <laughs> yeah, because um, you own like most of the stage time in Canberra, don't you? Um, I share it. You share it. Yeah, but okay. I do. I, I. Uh, nah, you... yeah. I. I don't. I have this thing after years of feeling like sometimes rooms get gatekeep. Like there's a lot of gatekeeping in some comedy scenes. Yeah. I've got this thing about like making a point of like anyone can have a go. I'm not like gonna like choose who I think is funny. I'm yeah, just gonna just let gonna the audience decide who they want to laugh at. And it's always been first in best dressed. It's yeah. the only way I've ever run any gig. I always do all my open mics for free. Yep. And it's always just the only thing that I discriminate against is people that are slower than other people at emailing me and asking for spots. Yeah. And, but you do run like but every do, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah There's pr- something. Except for, so I run it on the first, second, third, and fourth Tuesday of every month. So sometimes there's a month with five Tuesdays. Oh, okay. I was about to say, aren't there only four weeks in a yeah, month? Yeah. So okay, yeah. Um, I have actually been asked by two venues in Canberra if I was able to run comedy for 2024. Ooh. So this year there might actually be an additional fifth room. Um, Hearing it here first. The Canberra, the Canberra the calendar. Cam- the Canberra. Canberra calendar. Here, I'll just fix this up for oh, you. There we just, go. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just lift. There we go, yeah. Um, it. It's a, because they can see you. Mm. But I have a mic stand in line of sight. <laughs> so you can't actually see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's one of those things, until we started recording, did not realise. Um, and, yeah, uh, so, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so that that's a potential thing. But, yeah, but, yeah, I do I do run. And, and they're all booked for 20, 2024. So all those rooms have, like, renewed their next that's 12 months. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, and I've got a couple of bigger gigs for this year as well for ticketed stuff coming up. So I like to run on this thing where it's, like, um, nearly every Tuesday there's an open mic and yep. then one off there's like bigger ticketed gigs a few times a year. Yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I was also, I don't know if you can see in the video, but yeah. I was admiring your posters. Yeah, of course. Have you ever <laughs> noticed that there's eight of me watching you just at once? That's what it feels like. It, this is, welcome welcome to the real fucking haunted that's mansion. Because <laughs> then on this side, there's some really scary faces. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, that side's the metal side. That's, yeah, the, comedy that's, that's side. the comedy yeah, side. Yeah, and I'm always in the middle. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Marky in the middle. Uh, so, <laughs> there's a 90s reference. You probably don't fucking don't get it. Don't get it at all. Yeah, yep. you're uh, 
our parents <laughs> just met when that happened. Um, we did speak about um, we did speak about um, like. There was a reference to your parents in the last episode. I think we mentioned something oh. about like how you weren't really allowed to swear very yes, often and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to think like maybe they did know each other for a while before they like bef- in the 90s. Like at that, <laughs> like I don't think you were like a shotgun sort of wedding. Oh, no. Like that, no. that sort of shit. Yeah. That's like those are real planned. Like, oh yeah, I'm not even the oldest child. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. picturing you're the middle kid, right? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I'm, I'm picturing like super structured, super planned out home life when you were younger. Is that, am I right? I Pretty much. Is that yeah. what led you to rebel and do comedy and, <laughs> and music? And do comedy and dye my hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah. No. <laughs> do you actually, was like when you were when you were younger, did you always like music and play music and stuff? I did. So my, my dad's a concert pianist. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that for the first 20 years of my life. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a closet concert pianist? He was a pianist? closet concert pianist. I also just got my math so wrong. It was like the first 16 years of my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then when I turned 16, he played a piano piece at Llewellyn Hall for a, like, Save the School of Music concert. What? And I was sitting in the audience going, my dad can't play piano. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. I just thought it was normal to grow up with, like, two pianos in the house. Well, was he, like, um, like showing you to play or you just picked it up? So he fell out of love with music, okay. with piano. So for the first 16 years of my life, I would sing, and yeah. I loved singing. My mum was a singer. Yeah. Um, but learning instruments was a no-go oh okay yeah I really think, yeah yeah that was like band like swearing yeah yeah kind of yeah oh, like footloose fuck. yeah so you had to like <laughs> if you wanted to play you had to like sneak out sneaky sneak yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cr- like climb out your bedroom window and go and like play some guitar in the, <laughs> the park the neighbor's house <laughs> yeah like while most people were getting shit faced you were just like low-key playing like the g <laughs> g string oh, that's a weird way to that's say, a it. Weird way to the, say the, it the d string hey <laughs> <we> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's totally accurate. Actually? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, you know, the first, like, the first time that you um, came out to them as, as a... <laughs> as a as, musician. How did they... How was that? Um, so, from 16 years onwards, yeah. he was actually quite supportive. Okay. So, once he refound his love for music, my little brother got trumpet lessons. I started getting singing lessons. Oh, you're like a musical family? Yeah. No, it all... Yeah, my little brother and sister can both sing. Holy So, fuck. at Christmas time and birthdays, the harmonies are so good. <laughs> are so good. Whoa. You, like, talk in song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Sometimes we'll just be in the kitchen <laughs> doing dishes and we'll start singing a song about it. It's actually... It's yeah. very fun. Oh, shit. Yeah. Holy fuck. So, um, it's a bit like when I had Lanswell on the show, he mm. was saying that he was part of a, like a massive family and he used to just play guitar for his family on Sunday lunches, That's but there was awesome. like a hundred people for Ooh. like gatherings and stuff. Yeah. So it was like instantly a big crowd, which he would just play like yeah, and no, music that's awesome. too and that's where he learned it but they it was like obviously also a musical family as yeah. well yeah that yeah that's really he said it also like perform as well not just music but like people would like you know like <laughs> you got that you got that uncle that juggles and shit <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like a little circus family <laughs> that's so funny speaking of circus family it's cameron ribbon's circus family see i've got the whole fucking Whoa, the whole, we're the, all there <laughs> i also did circus as a child for a bit Oh, really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Fuck, what, yeah. was what was I, that? I did it for like six months and then discovered that the place that I was doing circus was incredibly religious oh. and slowly turning me into a very religious gal. Oh, And fuck. so my parents pulled me out of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 But I super loved it. I was so into it. Uh, there was this two... They stilts. were like, none of that fucking Yeah, none shit. of that. None. Yeah. You can't swear, you can't play music, <laughs> and you can't you do... You cannot religion. worship the Lord. That's conflicting fucking <laughs> is, information, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. 
<laughs> that's that's really weird. That was my childhood. Yeah, really. They're like they <laughs> they actually worked out that like religion would probably fuck you up more than the other <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're, They're like, like, don't go there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually the worst thing you can do. <laughs> oh, it's actually like I. So I went to a Catholic school when I was younger, and nice. I actually found out from a lot of people that like actually being super religious is probably in most cases that I've seen worse than like parents that had kids that were just allowed to do whatever they wanted. Jeez. Like as an adult, yeah. people that I grew up with that were super religious at, at Catholic schools. I also went to public schools later. Yep. Um, and uh, it was kind of one of those situations where the public school in my hometown was so shit <laughs> that dad was like, surely the priests aren't that bad. That's how fucking rough the Catholic school, the, pu- the public school, school was. was. They were just like, I mean, there's a few allegations, but fuck, you ah. know, I'm sure that'll be fine. Um, it ended up being fine. I was just an ugly kid. They weren't interested in me. It was kind of a defense mechanism. Um, and Father <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul. Anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why am I not good enough for you? Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> this just took a turn. Um, so. But yeah, a lot of those dudes that I grew up with there that were like super religious, I know them now and like a lot of them struggle with like, you know, um, social issues, drug addictions, like fucking like crazy expectations and just all sorts of weird stuff. And then like people that I first met from the public school that just had parents so just like here's 50 bucks go down the street don't make don't get arrested you know and they turned out better yeah you know so it's just i guess in my experience it actually can fuck you up like being super religious i don't think i'm old enough yet to have to know so i'll get back to you in 20 years yeah okay yeah yeah fuck (laughs) all right fuck me old old bastard just sitting here trying all right i'll tell you a story young one um so um but you're saying that um you got taken out of that what was the clown mm. school itself like clown school clown what was school. the wait, wait, <laughs> what was the um what what was what was the school like though what did you do yeah so before we did any um circus act we would sit in a circle and we'd pray um and then we'd go and do the cool acts and there were these two my personal favorite was the two silks we called it the tissue that came from the ceiling and then you'd like wrap yourself up in the silk and you'd climb them and you'd flip yourself down super loved it super yeah. loved I've it I've seen acts like that before yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that's what I was training That's really cool yeah yeah, yeah. I've really seen this fun. like Star Wars Star Wars burlesque show Yeah it's called The Empire Strips Back and um yeah and um they had the silk like yeah. the the silk um, ribbons, yeah. The Empire Strips back. That's so good. It's so good. I I seen it twice. Um, they tour like every year. Yeah, it's that's fucking so awesome. Um, but they, it was just all Star Wars parody stuff. It was yeah. really cool. Amazing. Um, well, fucking bit of ochre accent just yeah. come out. Amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's actually when bit I of fucking the, yeah. the, the the ghost from Lifco lives on. <laughs> It comes out song. every now and yeah. then when I say amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently when I sing, I put on either a super Aussie accent or a super British accent and there's yeah. no in between. Yeah, you've got like a posh fucking voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you'll do it both of them in one song. 
Um, I've heard you do the like um, tidy my room for free yeah. and switch midway through. Yeah, no, that's me. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, years of choir and then Lithgow, um, both come together. Y- your fucking songs live rent free in my mind sometimes. <laughs> like for people that don't know this already, Laura is a musical comedian. True, yes. Also does straight stand up. I do, know. I'm working on it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It, was, um, it was a very fucking low maintenance few months of my life when I didn't need to set up an extra mic yeah. cord for your music. <laughs> but also, I like to, as I mentioned before, give everyone opportunities on stage and I'm not going to discriminate against people that are slightly more um, involved <laughs> than other comedians. Thanks, Mark. I'm not going to be like, yeah, sorry, Thanks, spots man. are awful. I just can't be <laughs> fucked running a mic lead for you. And by the way, it's not even me that mostly does it. No, it's Sound, sound Soundy Dave. Dave. Thanks, yeah. Dave. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, tidy my room for free. Um, uh, Tinder Ghost, yeah. like a bunch of fucking random Classics. lyrics will just pop into my fucking head. And I'm, like, I'll be cleaning the house and I'll just like be vacuuming the room and I'll just sing that song in my head. That's so fun. It's that's so fun. It's um, yeah, it is fun. Power it's good. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's sell. That's how you sell tickets. Yeah, <laughs> so. I do enjoy that. Um, I've gotten to know the camera comedians enough now that when I look at them, I can think of like a specific joke mm. that I'm like, oh, I really like the joke that they do. Yeah, there, which is fun. And also, oh, man, the backstage of comedy gigs. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorite places it's, to be yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, it's just so fun. That's the real reason they'll like I. Like, when I go to gigs, I'm there to work on new material, yep. whatever, fuck around. But, like, if it was... Ju- I wouldn't I wouldn't get as much out of it if I just rocked up, did the gig, fucked off. Same. Like, yeah, I feel like a big part of the gig is hanging out with other comedians and talking Massive. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, sometimes we'll sit down and I'll be like, guys, guys, I got this new joke. And they'll be like, all right, all right, let me hear it, Laura, let me hear it. And then I'll say the joke and they'll be like, that was so shit. That was awful. Here's why. <laughs> yeah, so I, I super, super love it. Even um, And when you have a good joke, then you'll know what that's like. True, true, well. because I'll be like, damn, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just all around very supportive. Yeah, yeah. Like if you, do a, if you do a bit or you're like not sure about a bit mm. and someone's like, do it tonight. Like just go and yeah, do yeah. it on stage. Yeah. If you haven't gone up yet, fucking do it now. Yeah. And then while you're on stage... All the comedians come over like the little rascals and just fucking watch from the door. Yeah. And um, you're doing the bit. And then the funniest thing is that I've had this before. Yeah. Where some fucking other comedian will just stitch you up and just be like, oh, that's a- actually, dude, do that tonight. Yeah. And you do the bit. or Either you don't stick the landing or it's just a shit bit. And yeah. and someone just telling you once that it was good was enough for you to think that it that was good. That you could get up on stage and do it. And you fuck it. Ow. And after the... All right, settle down, <laughs> roast champion. Just beating up just the beating fucking up the studio. Desk. Ow. Uh, yeah, it's a Kmart desk. I guess. Uh, Sorry, is, this isn't quite. We haven't got sponsors and shit, you know. Um, but yeah, and then but yeah, you just someone will just be like, yeah, dude, I, I can't believe you did that. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe you actually. Thought. It's like um, I once I told I can't remember which comedian I told, but I was like, dude. You've got to do a cartwheel when you go on stage today. Patrick Van. I got oh, a it was video Patrick of Van. It. Yes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. I, yeah. I got a um, clip of it, I think. I sent him a clip of him yeah. doing it. I can't remember but why. But he just casually fucking thing to do. Yeah. after, which just like, instead of just like addressing it or whatever, he had no game plan for after. No. He just so went he straight just, into his stuff. <laughs> so, uh, controversial opinion. <laughs> yeah. No, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I love backstage. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Um, 
Yeah, it is, it's one of those things, like, I've seen a funny thing about Patrick Van. I was going through some clips to prepare some content for this episode, and um, I actually seen, there's probably about five different versions of Patrick Van's hair, <laughs> and I, yeah. like, yeah, it's just, like, the, the he's, like, the evolution of Patrick Van's hair. That's, That's so fun. what I've noticed. I actually, I love how much stuff you have on all of us now. Because you you've oh, been with us yeah. for years. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I um, I have a video which I can't get rid of. Okay, like physically can't or emotionally can't. No, both. Both. No, not physically. <laughs> I I think I could physically get rid of okay. it. Okay. But um, I can't part with this. And the only reason I would get rid of this is if the person told me you got to delete it. Delete it. Get rid of it. Yeah. And that is Dylan Holmes' first ever set at the Phoenix when I emceed. Oh, my gosh. And I keep reminding him, dude, I've still got that set if you ever want it. And he's like, I don't want to see it, dude. But I just know that one day he might just be like, all right, let's yeah, have it. now's the day. Like, it might be years. It might not oh. ever happen. But I just can't bring myself to to delete it because okay, I love that you have that and I love Dylan <laughs> yeah yeah well it's the same with my, my first ever set um so it's November 2017 I go into the um Smith's alternative yep they've only got a stage in the front section of that bar so when you go oh. into the stage room yeah that wasn't there Smith's was just that front it was section. just that front section Whoa. yeah and the stage was up the back where yes, the um, kitchen the, and shit yeah. is that was the stage area I walk in there I'm nervous as fuck I order a rum and coke thinking that might ease the uh, ease the nerves I've got soundy Dave with me he turns his phone onto like oh, full HD resolution recording gets halfway through the set no. and ran out of memory no. on his phone and didn't record the second half. No. So I have Lucky. the first half of my first ever set. But you don't have the second half. But I don't have the second. That's so sad. And the first half is me like bombing and warming up. And the second half is me finally getting into it and telling a story that got a few laughs. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, bugger. Um, and uh, Risky Move, first ever set, topical um, story at the end related to Melbourne Cup because it was like that week. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I want, uh, like, I've never done that joke ever again since. Um, and I like keep it just like so i actually pre-plan a lot of my future gigs for yeah. example when i first started i realized that my first ever five-year anniversary was going to fall on a saturday okay which is why i preemptively two years into comedy started writing for my first solo show which wasn't going to be for another three years whoa um and i Recorded that on my five-year comedy anniversary at Smith. So five years, Whoa. same location, did yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, and I worked out that my 10-year comedy anniversary falls on like a uh, Friday. Great so, night. So um, I plan on booking Smith's again. And my goal is, because um, my first solo show yep. only sold about like 35 tickets i think smith's capacity is about 80 yeah um, my goal is that by my 10 year mark i want to at least sell 
out Smith. So that's my 10-year goal is to like actually sell 80 tickets for my... I love that. Anniversary, 10-year comedy anniversary. So when you were thinking about doing your own solo show, yeah. you set yourself a five-year time limit? Why, why a five-year goal? Because it fell on like a night a that night. is easier to sell tickets on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was a goal to work towards. Yeah, no, cool. And uh, yeah, so my plan is I've actually got my first ever five minutes that I wrote like not my first ever but my first ever like good five my yep. first ever tight, tight five. five tight five <laughs> <laughs> um comedy term ah yes um comedy roast term actually if you were there um <laughs> but um the uh what what I would like what I'm thinking of doing is um pl- like opening my for myself oh, nice. with my first five yeah um, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, I no. open with my first like, ever five and be like, how much I've improved. So I'd be like, I really liked that old shit. You oh, know? you'll be like, oh, yeah, what yeah. was the last 10 years? But yeah, that's my goal anyway. Um, see how it goes. But yeah, I just like to preemptively look at dates and set goals. And it's, I love that. It's crazy. It's actually unhinged behavior, but, um, it's yeah. What keeps me ticking. So yeah, no, I love that. I don't do the setting dates, but I do the setting goals. Okay. Yeah. So like the whole reason that I'm doing a solo show is because I desperately, and Marky, I mean desperately, want to go to Edinburgh. Oh, good. Yeah. I want to yeah. take a show. Some Dane to Simpson shit. Like yeah, he like right? wrote an Edinburgh joke like <clears throat> early on, and then finally got to do it to at do it at Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I think it's so cool. Uh, yeah. So that's my goal because I want to go to Edinburgh. And the sooner I do a solo show, the sooner do you have I have a time frame for it. I actually want to do it next year. Um, but that's potential and we'll see what ends up happening. All right. Yeah. Last time you were on this show. Yes. We made a deal. We did. Which means We shook actually. Yeah, which means that it's just tradition. Oh yeah, to make We have to make a deal. deal. Yeah. Your deal is, I'm not going to set a time frame because you're okay. not going to set a time frame. Okay. Yep. But we have a limit. Okay. So I'm not going to do it for <laughs> next year. Okay. But I'm going to do it within my 10-year ten ten goal. Yep. So by my 10-year comedy anniversary, okay. I need to have sold out my show yep. at 80 tickets at Smith's. Yep. If capacity increases, that might be dynamic, but anything okay. over 80 is great. Is a solution. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to perform at Edinburgh. I'm so happy to shake on this. This is a great deal. Second deal for Second the show. Second deal. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and that's a perfect time. Oh, yes. To talk about let's, our last let's deal. Let's get back. We have a follow-up on our first <laughs> deal on the show. Let's cut I'm away. I'm so excited. <laughs> The tech is happening. Now, for context, in case you didn't see, this is the deal from the last episode. Oh, you've actually got the the footage. Wow, my hair was so blonde. Okay. I also was having a thought earlier, which I'm now going to say out loud. Yeah. Um, When we were talking about how much you swear during your sets and you were like, oh, I want to, you know, cut down on how much I swear. I reckon that you should get someone to tally. How many times you swear yeah. in your set. And I reckon that that person should be me. Oh, wow. And that we Could should you... shake on it now. Okay. That the next set that you're at and I'm at, 
I'm going to get a little whiteboard yeah. and tally how many times you say a rude word on stage. And right. then afterwards, I'll report back to you and you'll know. Holy shit. All right. This sounds fun. This is where it happens. We're going to see <laughs> a mystery shopper style. Yeah. How many times I swear on my next set that Laura sees. Now, I'm not going to shake on whiteboard. You can do it on your phone. Oh, so sweet. That's will, actually a good idea. I'll give you yeah. that loophole. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> I don't own a whiteboard, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to make this an expensive exercise. Um, Close one. So, <laughs> but... Why so did that, I do it in ones? That's so funny. So that's the deal. Yeah. Now for the proof that's in... The... Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, everybody. <laughs> it's time for the results. Woo. Who the fuck is he got fucked up? It's fucking Millie Mark. Old school shit. Who the fuck is fuck? I'm getting old. Fucked up. I got fucked up. Fuck, I'm shit. Fucking drunk. Fucking hungry. Fucking... Needling shit. Tough shit. Fuck. Fucking things. Fucking lost this shit. If that fucking guy is fucking insane. Holy shit. I fucked little fuckers. Yeah, shut up, man. Aussie cartoons with the shit. Fucking eat a bag of dicks. And I was like, mate, I can fucking do that. <laughs> there it is. Twenty nine times in thirty seconds. That's so fun. What you don't know is that backstage, I'd gotten all the other comedians and I told them what I was doing. Yeah. And so we were all standing around my phone, and I was like, and they were like, oh, another one. And I typed down. So it was it was very fun, yeah, lucky. I yeah. had a lot of fun counting. Now, I tell you what's funny. Yeah. I don't know what if this is. I don't know what led to this. Okay. But while I was editing that, yeah. I found out that over the top of me swearing, I hear like a random individual keyboard key. Ding. <laughs> and I'm like, were you live trying to fucking ed like edit out the swearing? <laughs> Ding. That's so and funny. I just thought about how funny would it be of like, if we did like, um, I'm not shaking on this. No, no. Okay. But imagine like a set that was like a clean comedy set. You know mm. how sometimes you see clean comedy clips? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a duet, you with a keyboard and we just pre-rehearse where <laughs> I would normally swear. And I just And you just wait for it and then you just ding it that's and then I so continue funny. on with the set. That is so funny. Yeah. That's really funny. But like we could have different optic op Divs yep. for whatever word it is. So like no matter if it's like a like on the on the bad end, it's yeah, like deeper. It's like a duck sound but, or... but just like if I say like shit, it's down the low, but then like the C bombs down like the door. That's so funny, Marky. Yeah. That's so, so I'm good. thinking maybe I could write like a set. Like <laughs> yep. just like a like maybe just like a um like a three minute set. Yep. That has like maybe twenty swears in it. <laughs> And just replace them with varying different keys. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so funny. All right, well, maybe yeah. we could work on that. I'm not shaking on no, it. No, no, that's okay. Fun, yeah. I, I think that, that could be a fun And one. I feel like we'd have to tell the audience before what each note corresponds with in terms of yeah, swears. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll make it I funnier. Could, I could do that. I think that's at the so start funny. we could. I could just like um, – I could retrain their brains. <laughs> so I'll be like, so instead of hearing <laughs> shit, you're going to hear ding. ding. And instead of hearing fuck, you're going to hear ding. ding. Yeah, and we'll just retrain the audience's brain. Yes. And I'll just write a bit for it. Marky, that's so funny. Yeah, that um, would be I'm fun. fully down. We're not going to shake, but yeah. I am fully down. Yeah, that's okay. Very funny. All right, that's our bonus deal. Yeah, bonus deal. Bonus yeah. secret deal because we didn't shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the under the, under the fucking... Under, under the covers, under yeah. The, no, table, under the table. Uh, under the Kmart <laughs> desk that's not sponsored. Um, that's the deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... What we're going to do, uh, yes. we get, we're going to uh, take a break. When we get back, it'll be time for 
we we're going to actually we've got two parts to come back to. All okay. Right? Yes. The magic of editing. This will not take. You were going to go straight into yeah. this, but expect this after the break. We're going to get into coin talk. Yes. I am going to run through some very interesting to maybe just you and I. Yeah. Collectible coins that I want to show you. <laughs> I've kept over the last like fucking. Uh, 25 years yeah. for reference i used to work at the royal australian Mint. yeah yeah we'll cover yeah. that more in the yeah, second yeah. part um <laughs> coming up later on this podcast get excited um and then we're going to close with a very special first time in a while that i've had this segment the breakup stories Ooh. i've got a full little jingle and shit that i made for it so that's so funny let's get into it see you back here see in you a after minute. the break please flip over the tape to side b to hear the rest of this podcast And we're back. Hey. You can do your and we're back. Do your version. And we're back. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Now, as we mentioned before the break, mm. Laura used to work at the Royal Australian, Australian Mint. Mint. Yes. Um, oh, we just harmonised. We did. Just wow. Just like your family doing the dishes. <laughs> what can I um, say? <laughs> yes. I worked there for two, uh, maybe three years. Okay. And I was a tour guide. Um, yep. So my job was to talk about coins. And to also answer questions about coins. Yeah. And to share my love of coins <laughs> with random kids. <laughs> that was my job. Nice. So, um, what is the rarest coin you've ever seen? Great question. Um, I would say the 1938 penny. Okay. Would be the rarest coin that I've ever seen. Like the Depression penny? Uh, there's a specific one that was, there was only like 14,000 of them made because oh. there was a mistake on them. Yeah. Uh, which we caught after 14,000. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, don't fact check anything I'm saying. I'm like 20% sure that I'm right. <laughs> 20? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty um, high. That's yeah. the highest I've ever scored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> So, well, I didn't what know. about you, Marky? What's the rarest? I didn't coin? have a sing-along family to support me, so um, <laughs> yeah, twenty percent is overachieving in my gene pool. So, mm. um, I don't have any rare ones, but I just have interesting ones, and I have stories behind some of the ones that I found. So, I've been collecting. I don't have a large collection. I just have a few random coins, which I thought, oh, that's cool. I'll keep it. Ever since I was in primary school, if I had my tuck shop money came back, canteen, whatever you yeah, call yeah. it, um, and there was like one of those like special edition coins, 50 cent, 20 cent piece. Love those. I'd always put that in like a separate section of my wallet and then put in a jar when I got home. Awesome. Um, and I still have all my coins that I collected from over the years. My brother who we didn't actually discuss this, we discovered later in life that we were both doing that separately. <laughs> so one thing um, that used to happen a lot in our household is we would make deals. Like if I had an album that he wanted, if he had a poster in his room that I wanted, we would do switcheroo. Nice. Um, and at whatever point, I don't remember what it was for, I was like, I want your coin collection. And we, he's like, well... Yeah, I'm really willing to trade that. We've traded it. I got rid of all the doubles and now I just have our combined collection minus the doubles. Nice. Um, and still got it. Um, and Still in the same tin? It is still. And and whereabouts in the house is it? No, I'm joking. I open don't that tell second me. drawer. <laughs> oh, actually. Keep going. <laughs> top drawer, top drawer. Oh, top drawer. 
underneath one? the screwdrivers, there's a little grey box that says keep out on top of it. <laughs> is it your box or is it your brother's box? This was the box my brother had the coins in. Nice. There we go. Now, I'm not going to go through this entire box on the show. In yep. fact, this is the second time this has come out on the epi- on the show. Oh, wow. Who, who was the first? Chris Martin and I oh. were discussing the difference between a dodecagon and an octagon. Classic. And I was like, I have a 50 cent piece in there. Let's count the sides. Nice. Do you know what that's called? Um, Cause uh, I do. Oh, okay. So there's yeah. a dodecagon and a dodeca. Oh no, there's a. You're really close. There's a decagon and a dodecagon. Yeah. Is that it? It's a dodecanal prism, ah, technically, because it's a 3D shape. Ah, 3D, because yeah. it's a prism. But if it was a ball, it'd be called a dodecahedron. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. So if it was like, so there's prisms. Um, <laughs> You're taking me back to year two maths. I yeah, love that's, it. <laughs> that's where I stopped learning. Uh, so, yeah, this is my collection. Nice. Now, people that are watching the video, this is going to be boring as fuck. Um, uh, sorry that are uh, listening to the episode, not watching the video. It's going to be boring. Get so on I'm YouTube. Not, so I'm not going to go through it. If you're listening to the audio, um, I won't bore you with it. But basically, this is a has a whole bunch of the like colored two dollar coins that's so um, fun. of recent years right down to like some of the 10 uh, some of the 50 and um 20 cent pieces from my childhood but underneath i have my special um collection of the of the um fancy of the stuff and we're going to pull up on the screen um because i got a app yep that I scanned them all in high resolution and had them graded um, for value or anything. That's how I know there's nothing worth any value. <laughs> but the valuable part about it was, and we're going to describe what's on the screen. Um, Here we go with the screen again. Gonna now, play something cool. I'm going... <laughs> like you got better like one-off jingles. Um, so I have a... It's loading. <laughs> this is our loading song. Yeah. Whoa. 1905. Yeah. It's a 25 cent. 25 cent. What is that? It's it's a. I don't, I don't even fucking know. It's like a. Is that? I don't think that's Australian. No, it's not. It's from France. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so that, this is a French 25 um whatever it is, Center Times. Cool. Um, from, yeah, 1903. Oh, nice. You're better at reading than I am. That's um, awesome. I also, this is the, so that's the obverse side. Yep. Obver- no, no, you do know your coin terms. Um, nice. And this is the reverse side. It's not as well um, colored, but you can, for the audio listeners, um, it definitely looks like a coin that was made in 1903 as oh, yes. far as quality. Yes. I also have a 1948 Australian threepence. Whoa. Um, which is in fucking very shit condition, but there you go. That's my other coin. That's cool. Um, I have a 1948 sixpence. Cool. Um, Australian sixpence. He looks like he's got a mohawk. Yeah, well, um, in that one, that's uh, that was my aesthetic at the time. Classic, yeah. 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 You were dressing like the guy on the coin, the yeah. <laughs> back when you yeah. were twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just just when your parents met. Um, uh, so yes. yeah, 
1962 Australian shilling. Nice. Very cool. There you go. Coin talk. Coin talk. <laughs> Look at that. Very proud of our wool industry. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen one time. of those yet. That's cool. There you go. So, hey, was I able to show you something that wasn't. That the mint didn't show me? Yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's my that's my obscure coin collection. Oh, that is so fun. There you go. Actually, I do love coins because there's also lots of fun facts about the individual coins themselves yeah, and like tiny little details that you can see that will tell you info about the coins. Like for instance, on the 20 cent coins that you have in here, yeah. you can see the initials of the person who designed the coins oh. on on the coins. Like so, the special edition ones? Yeah, no, on any of them. Really? So any 20 cent piece yeah. under the foot of the platypus, yeah. there's initials Ooh. and they're the initials of the person that designed the coin. Wow. Isn't that cool? Oh, awesome. Yeah. And imagine also telling your mum, hey mum, I designed... All the 20 cent pieces for yeah. Australia. That's so cool. That's Plus, so cool. Yeah, that's so good. Like, um, it's like a like a cheap business card. Yeah. At that point. No, it's, yeah. Um, and so, backstory. Yes. So, the coins are interesting. Now, I told you how I got the other ones, like the fruit change and stuff. Yes. I lived in a house that was built in 1918. Um, in a small country town, it wasn't Lithgow, yeah. and um, it wasn't that haunted. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was actually pretty fucking wild though. It used to be owned by a. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I did like a supernatural episode because this place was meant to be haunted. Um, you can listen to that episode. It's with one of my buddies, Hayden. Nice, good name. Um, people can listen back to that. Yeah, um, and. This house was owned by a doctor who used to do home surgeries in the front room. Ah. And um, that's why we think it was fucking haunted. Yeah. Um, now, I got all the coins in this box from Change. Yep. Those coins I just showed you on that screen, I was digging a hole in the backyard and there was a section of the hole, must have been a bag that had perished where all those coins were in like a little bag Whoa. and that's how I got them. How old were you when you were digging? Six. Six. And how did you respond when you found this bag? Mate, your... I can chuck this in my box. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, so I just scrubbed them up and I've still got them. So that's, yeah, that's so how cool. I got that really old French um, fucking... It was just in that bag. ...coin, um, the sixpence and the threepence, yeah. That's so fun. Um, apparently, quite a few coins um, back in the day used to be hidden in... You know those stand-up... Um, now I'm doing the action. It's yeah. a... Uh, you put your clothes on it to dry, and it kind of looks like this. Uh, like a... Um, um, drying... Uh, Hills Hoist. Hills Hoist, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those stand-up... Goon of Fortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, apparently, in the base of those, a lot of people would hide their coins. I've heard that, yeah. That's... I've, yeah. I... Um, the first time I ever drove my dad's, like, ute in the backyard, he let me... He's just like, oh, you can... Can you take the ute forward so that mum can hang the washing out? Because we delivered some furniture yeah. um, to the house and dad backed all the way up to the back oh my of the gosh. house. Yeah. Under the clothesline with no washing on it. Yeah. Mum's like, i got to put the washing out. Mark, you're 14. Go drive the car. Do you want to try drive dad's ute? And it was a 1974 Holden Ute. Okay. With the massive V8 in it. And I, it, you drive, have you ever driven a manual? No, but I've seen them in the movies. Okay, you've seen them in movies? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> you know, when like, um, so the, 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 
gear pattern of a standard um, manual gearbox is reverse is like um, you press down on the stick and you go down and then to like you go to the right and down okay yeah i didn't realize that aussie four speeds are across and up no so i thought that it was in first gear no but it was actually in reverse no and, and you Dad left it in no. reverse because he just backed in. So I get in. I feel the gears. And I'm oh, like, good, lucky. she's in first. No worries. And because it's like got an Aussie V8, I get in it first time ever. Rev the fuck <laughs> out of it because I want it. I'm like, vroom, vroom, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then I just drop the clutch and reverse straight over the clothesline. <laughs> So to fix it, yeah, my old man just put a tow rope, okay, around the tow ball, yep, and then around the clothesline, and just and drove forward. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a clothesline that was at like uh, not quite ninety; it was like an eighty degree angle, <laughs> <laughs> and all the it would never spin. It would just the heaviest ship would go to one side and it would just stay there. That's so funny. Because I fucking drove over it. Proud of you. Proud of fourteen-year-old Marky. Didn't damage the Ute at all. Oh, so, nice. Um, nice benefits of that tank kind of car. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And now <laughs> my first ever project car is, and I bought this eight years ago, and still working on it. Uh, Nineteen seventy-four Holden One Tonner, the exact vehicle. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Watch out, washing lines in yeah, the yeah. district. <laughs> yeah, fucking these new lines wouldn't stand a chance. Oh no! Yeah, you- yeah. Barrel straight into them. <laughs> now, we have another clip yes. for the show. So that was Coin Talk. Thanks for being part of it. Coin You're Talk. The most qualified Coin Talker on the show. Thank you. I did had. work there like four years ago, but yeah. thanks. <laughs> hey, it's still better than nothing. <laughs> so, um, next clip. Next clip. Now, we're, this is um, in the wake of the Mortal Comedy roast. Now, it we is. both hate that this happens, but yes. we want to share it with you. <laughs> During the roast, Laura had this excellent idea. It was a great roast. Thank you, thank you. That the real roast that I would probably like is is food. Food roast. Yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we were talking during the break about spur of the moment decisions and how sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Now, this worked out for the audience. Yeah, but not for Marky or I. Or I. Yeah. So let's pull up the clip. <laughs> oh God. Now I've used some sections of this clip to really bed in the facial expressions of both of us while oh. this happened. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah even is. the belt doesn't like that hey, this the happened. Belt doesn't want, I'll put it down. Yeah. Even the belt doesn't want to watch this. No. But for the for the, your listening and viewing pleasure, this won't be much listening pleasure. If you're listening to this, there's going to be a link in the bio that will take you straight through Just to, to this section this one clip. of the bit. Yeah. All right. This is what I like to call... The barbecue roast. Oh, God. Uh, I thought I'd bring you this, Marky. It's some barbecue sauce, because I know that's the roast you prefer. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have to drink this whole thing, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bitch. I can't not fucking drink it. Drink it, drink it. I like that you still got the mic. Who do you think you're fucking with, darling? Your face. Yes! It's pure fucking hatred that that happened. Now. Oh, God. 
I want to know something. Yeah. Because I just I had to edit that clip. So you only had to watch it once. I watched it like five, six times, times and had to zoom in. And sometimes I zoomed in too far and had to watch just like my face. Yeah. Um, what was the planning that went into that? Did you bring that from home? What was the... How did you yeah. get that? Yeah. Because it... That wasn't full. No. That looked like you just grabbed it on the way out of your house. <laughs> so it's not, it wasn't even, okay. All right. Here's what happened. I had a bunch of mates who were coming to the show. Yeah. And I texted my mates and I was like, hey guys, does anyone have a barbecue sauce bottle that's, you know, doesn't have to be full, can be near end, that you could just bring with you? And a bunch of my mates live on campus. Yep. Um, where they have like a shared kitchen. Sure. And there's a whole tub of barbecue sauces yep. that are like almost done. Yeah. And so they just grabbed one from that shared tub. I fucking knew it. I yeah. knew there'd be some creepy story as to how yeah. that. And because I'm like, that was, I fucking, can, I'm, I'm probably the best person to ask. How was it? Yeah. That was not even like. That wasn't only fucking gross if it was, like, good barbecue sauce. Oh that was God. also the fucking worst barbecue sauce I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So, it was like a yeah. double roast, but... Yeah, because it was also cheap, uni students doing it. No, so, Marky, what is this? Just because I had this inkling that that might have been your own personal one that I just <gasps> fucked up. Oh. I bought you a brand new barbecue sauce. Oh, my gosh. Jack Daniels. A, it, this is a fancy one, too. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if you like um, you. You're a plain Jane to me, but I. Thanks. But I. Yeah. Well, because I, I summed it up, but I thought it would be funnier to get this one because it perfectly describes your roasting style. Oh, good. Oh, good. Can you read the f flavor? Sweet and spicy barbecue yeah, sauce. Yeah, there we go. So that is yours to replace. This is so good. The one that I took. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Um, so there we go. We have come full circle. I've replaced all that has been lost yes, except yep. for the mental capacity, which hopefully that will regenerate I've in time. I've got to take that video out of my brain. <laughs> that was what a moment. Um, and that brings us into the final section, which Ooh. is the breakup stories. Breakup stories. Do You've you want, got a do jingle, you want to hear the jingle. Yeah, I want to hear your jingle. Never ending breakup <laughs> stories. <laughs> there you go. That's the intro. Beautiful. <laughs> That was the intro. My buddy Trent and I recorded that. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Yep. Trent you have is musical a, talent. Um, Trent was... is a friend of the show, and we decided let's do it with him because he has the lowest optive voice um, within my Thanks, Trent. group of people to contact. Join I do have one choir. lower optive. I did have this guy called Ross Yeoman that used to be on the show who's moved to Melbourne, but he had Rude. like a fucking 60-year-old smoker's voice since he was eight years old because he had some like um, voice box shit going on when he was a kid and they fixed it, but it just meant that now he's going to have an 80-year-old, 60-year-old smoker's voice for the rest of his life, <laughs> um, which he's really grown into. Um, <laughs> nice. So, As you would. Breakup stories. I have had a few over the years, um, a couple of good ones. I pre-warned you. Um, to be like, I'd like to do this section. We normally do story time. I've had stories through this whole show. Yep. Um, let's close it up with a breakup story. What yeah. do you have for me? Uh, Marky. Marky, I break up with all of my partners in the same place. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I do, yeah. On, on the edge of a cliff? <laughs> pretty much on top of a mountain. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, because it means that you have the entire walk up the mountain. Oh, no. Of like not broken up and they don't necessarily know that you're about to break yeah, up. Yeah, but then you've got the fucking walk down broken yeah, up. Yeah, no, but it's good because you get to chat, you know, make sure that you're on the same page. Holy shit. Yeah, my most recent breakup, um, I actually decided that this time it was going to be a, a six hour drive away. Yeah. And a five-hour hike up a mountain. Oh. And then two days staying on the mountain. And then we break up on the top of the mountain. Is there like a lodge or something and at the top of this down. mountain? No, no, we camped. You we have staying a fucking in a tent. tent? We had a tent. We hiked up with a tent. Jesus Christ, did you break up on the first day or did you wait? No, we waited. We waited until the morning Whoa. that we were coming down. What? We yeah. didn't wait. You waited. Well, no, you no, no. You broke up with... No, he broke up with me. So... So the, the full story on your is mountain on my mountain. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, fuck. Let's get okay. Yeah, let's yeah, unpack yeah. it. So I think that breakups, when possible and when safe, should be you know mutual. And so he tried to break up with me a week and a half earlier, and I was like, Nah, man. I get agency. I get agency, and we're gonna break up on a mountain. And he was like, Okay. And so I took him to actually this time it was his you favorite mountain. Him through the f- yeah, yeah. And I was like, You're gonna break up with me on a mountain. We're gonna climb up this mountain. We're gonna drive Whoa. yeah and then on the way home we listened to exclusively breakup songs whoa yeah did you both it was actually a fantastic breakup that sounds amazing yeah no it was really good and i fully recommend it I fucking that is yeah posh treatment normally like in my experience i know that someone breaks up with me when they start fucking one of my friends <laughs> it's so good that you do that yeah no it's so good the only thing that i would not recommend yeah is that i joked with him on the top that he should break up with me by getting down on one knee. And then oh. the next morning when we broke up, he got down on one knee. It was like, Laura, oh, no. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. Was that, what was that? Like? That's Yeah. Well, it taught me two things. Um, yeah. One, it taught me that I, I do actually want someone to get down on one knee and propose oh, to me okay, at some point. Yeah. That sounds great. Cool. And then the good second thing. <laughs> yeah, good dry run. Um, preferably next time say the opposite, but <laughs> good dry run. And then the second thing it taught me was that if you are going to break up on a mountain, yeah. um, wait until you're below the tree line because it was so fucking windy that I could barely hear him. Oh. Yeah. Those, those are my two learns from breaking up on a mountain <laughs> that is a six-hour driveway and a five-hour hike. Is it the same mountain? No, so oh, okay. in Canberra, I've got a mountain, Mount Taylor. That's okay. my breakup mountain. That's like you haven't been dating for long. Yeah, quickie, yeah. it's like a 45-minute walk up to the right. top of the mountain, 30-minute okay. walk down. So this recent one yeah. made its made his way past the he did. Mount Taylor. Past Mount, he even made it up Mount Taylor and down Mount Taylor, and, and we didn't break up. Why did you go? Was that like a little... Yeah, it did was you like do a... That? Was that like a... Was that just like a little... Like was that like when someone that robs a bank shoots a fire a shot into the air just to show just they're not fucking shot. around? Like, did you just take him up there and be like, "Hey, man, if you fuck up again, yeah, you know, this, this is, is where, where you, could... we're gonna end." All right. So, do you want to make it to the uh, the mountain six hours away, or do you want to fucking do it here <laughs> and now? Yeah, no, no. But I did make him sit down on. There's a world's most uncomfortable chair on Mount Taylor, my breakup mountain, and I made him sit on that, and we like sat there for like two minutes in silence yeah. as I didn't break up with him, which also feels like a bit of a power move. Um, yeah. That's, um, so it's like the uncomfortable breakup and the physical uncomfortable of the chair. Yeah. No, it's, it's both. So uh, do you get more out of the relationship or the breakup? What do you like? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think you have a breakup kink? No. Okay. No. Do, you, do you enjoy the breakup? No, but I do. I it do, seems like you put a lot of work into I the do. breakup. I do put it because breakups suck. Yeah. Like yeah. they're the worst. Yeah. And so if you can get some joy or some 
outside time oh, okay. out of it. That's a right. good thing. Or even comedy. Fuck. Um, I wrote my first 30 seconds of my show that's coming up in the Canberra Comedy Festival yeah. on the top of Mount Bogong, which right. is the... Right, okay, with the fucking soul of some poor fuck yeah. that went up with you. Yeah, yeah. I was in a hammock. His soul went into he your was, show. It did. Yeah. It did, yeah. That's fucking awesome. So I I think that this is a common thing with comedians. Mm. I was don't, that's, don't steal my fucking bit. Oh. <laughs> you nearly just drank the barbecue sauce. Terrifying. That's you just like I've never met someone that stole someone's fucking material so quickly. No. Um, um, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> maybe I should walk up the mountain a few times after that many calories. Um, so, fuck. Maybe if all my exes just did what you did, I wouldn't be such a fat fuck. But anyway, um, <laughs> if I if I had to go for a six k walk every breakup. It was, yeah, it was I wouldn't a lot. be push, pushing three digits. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. So all comedians, you were saying something about uh, all so comedians. So all comedians mm. that I've spoke to in depth about emotions mm. always tend to have this theme. And I just listened to um, a really good special by a comedian called Mark Maron. Yep. And I've listened to his audio book and he's a lot like me when it comes to emotions. He talks really openly about it in the book. Yeah. That special is really fucking good. He even addresses the recent death of his wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, that's what they do when you die. Put your arms No, on. I was hugging. Oh, was hug. I thought you were, like, impersonating a dead person. <laughs> no. Um, so <laughs> um, they tend to use humour to, like, um, cope with bad situations. Yeah. And I feel like making a good situation out of like a potentially emotional, heavy emotional situation is definitely a theme of a comedian yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why it makes it's, makes us who we are. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I hey, I didn't even know that about you. So that's the first for the show. I think you mentioned before when we're talking about it that you've broken up. Um, is that the first time that it's been a mutual breakup? Um. Yes. Yeah, it's normally I you call the shots. Usually I'm the one breaking up. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Fucking power move. I just, I love mountains. Yeah. I it's think it's good. the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the way to go. It's such a, um, I mean, fuck, I've been dumped in some shit situations. If I could have just done it in fucking gale force winds on the top of a fucking mountain. Dude, it snowed. Yeah. It snowed. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we swam in a waterfall. It's fucked because like I've definitely dated someone called Taylor, so like I'd be on Mountain Taylor talking about how I'm never gonna Mount Taylor again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't take her there. That's <laughs> what. That's rough. That's pretty fucking. So imagine bit. finding the mountain with the same name as whoever you're dating, being like, "That's yeah. where we have to break up if we're ever gonna yeah. break up." Yeah. You might have just started something inside. I, that means I would never date some bitch called Cosy Osco. <laughs> Because you're going, I'm never going up that mountain. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't commit to the mountain I'd have to climb to break up with you. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, love it. Always end on a high note. This has been episode 104 nice. with Laura Johnston, the current reigning and defending mortal comedy roast champion. champion. <laughs> Cheers for Thank right. you so much, Cheers Mark. You've had a lot of Thanks fun. Thanks for being on the show. Thank Don't you. buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, so yeah right. Big time. Out a strip club with your floppiness. Yeah, you got a big beard, dude. Shame for shit all day. Me and my best friend, Marky Worthington. Keep it simple. Shout out to the money. Said they're not proud of. Just give me 10 bucks. Alright.
dancing. Click. Did you hang up? No, I just said click. <laughs>